welcome to the meditation conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin. Thanks for joining. Today we have Michael Massey, who is joining from the Seattle area, but he is uh, transitioning. So, yeah, I'm going to be getting on my horse and rolling out mm-hmm. to Montana uh, this early next week. Yeah. So, and this uh, is related to grid work. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, so I won't know, I won't, and it's generally how it is. I'll get the call to go, you know, somewhere. And there's always great clarity around that. Well, most part there is and uh but i don't always know what you know what it's going to look like or what um yeah what i'm going to have to do or whatnot until uh until i get there yeah so. Ah. So. so you don't know what's in store for you but you just know that you're being called to montana yep answer the call yeah and and soon. Yeah. Soon. Soon, soon, soon. Uh, yeah, so what is uh what do we have uh what do we have to talk about? Well, do you want to talk a little bit about what you mean by grid work? Um no, I think we've touched on it a few times, have we not or not? Um, you've talked a bit about like the the energetics and and seeing the field and stuff like that. But I don't think you've really gone into like the grid repair and stuff like that. Yeah, it's kind of hard to talk about because it's all, you know, um, there's science and equations and all kinds of things that I can't even explain. I just feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Feel it slash know it. The at the core of it though, it's the it's that grokking. It's the um, merging self with planet, mer- merging these bodies together. So the there's a relationship uh, with the earth itself as oneself. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the only way, in accordance with the laws of magic, so to speak, that any changes can be made to the earth grid um, directly. So um, that's the kind of the shamanic thing of the uh, dissolving, let's say, whatever personality constructs or whatever um, finite versions of oneself and allowing one's energy to mix, mingle, ultimately blend and unify with uh, with the whole earth. And then it's from that place that then uh, certain changes can be made. So with the things that are happening in the West Coast right now and with you being in the West Coast, 
so with you know raging fires everywhere, does that have a direct impact on how you like in your personage your personage your beingness? Oh, it it has my attention, mm-hmm. you know. So and um, so I may be called to you know do a fire ceremony. Um, talk to the fire, maybe even quiet it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't tend to knee jerk. Uh, even the um, uh, this is the part of like, well, I, I gotta see what the planet wants. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It's not my will that I'm exerting. It's the planetary will, and then I'm uh, working with it. So that's so interesting because I think that it's really easy for, for, I'll speak for myself, but like I see what's happening with these enormous fires and they're out of control and the wind is going crazy. And it's like, ah, we have to, this is wrong. It's bad. You know, I mean, it's like this, like it has to stop and, I was even texting with a couple of my friends out there today and she was, and I was encouraging her to move to Indiana and it's like, I think you're being called back, you know? And, um, but she was going, no, you know, I'm, I'm not moving, but this, the fires have to stop, you know? And I think it's like, that's the, the general consensus. This has to stop. Um, but but flipping that with like, what does the planet need? What is what purpose is it serving? Um, is is an interesting way to put it on its head, you know, because it is like the humanity part and the the living, other living beings that are there, including all the plants and trees and everything, where it's like a survival instinct, I guess. Um, but I don't know. Do you want to? maybe explain how it can be beneficial for the planet or something that needs to happen planetarily, if that's the case? Well, I don't know. Theoretically, if, um, let's say, if all of us continue to build our campfires and release our, our dump our garbage, I'd say that emotional, energetic garbage into it, we, um, which is like the perfect recycling station. So, if we all maintain fire ceremonies, maybe we wouldn't need these mass fires. Mm. I don't know. That's just a, that's just conjecture, you know, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, and then that could be, that could be totally off base too, because, you know, this, this, you know, this, this can all be related to, you know, the increased radiation doses, doses uh, um, um, that are bringing about uh, the climate change and the collapsing magnetic fields and it's leading to, you know, just heightened energy all across, all across the world. So increased radiation from like solar radiation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, or maybe it's a combination of the two. 
Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, typically, like I don't have a, I don't have a great read on it, but I'm, I suspect that I'll have a much better read on it once I, you know, get out there. Mm-hmm. So. Once you get out to Montana, you mean? Yeah, but I'll be driving through number the the fire regions and on my way to get there. So. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that with all of this fire on the earth, that there might are could humanity be releasing emotions into this? Like it, does it work that way? Sure. But do we would we need to be doing that consciously? Or is that something that just kind of can happen in the back end? Where it's like transmuting things? Yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, as we go through this process, we'd call the ascension or whatnot, there's a no, there's like front of the envelope and back of the envelope. There's a, oh, let's say there's protocols that are going to drag everybody along, kicking and screaming whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, when something's happening, hey, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. Um, and um, conscious participation is what um uh allows the realities that we experience to be more pleasant mm-hmm. so we can either get drug along kicking and screaming and it can be somewhat painful slash traumatic or we can embrace the change and as such in embracing the change in conscious participation, then we also just make it unnecessary for um, the more, you know, as traumatic versions of, of reality to play have to play out. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, so you mentioned ascension, which we haven't really touched on here before. Um, so. Talk us through ascension. Ascension? Yeah. So you're at one, one level, and then you elevate to another level. Okay. I can tell you're in a cheeky mood today. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> okay. So in this context, when you say we're going through ascension. Yeah. If somebody is not familiar with this, break it down a little bit for us. Uh, uh, this is something that's, you know, say occurred throughout the course of history periodically. There's, um, and, you know, the classic kind of Darwinian evolutionary model is somewhat flawed because it, it doesn't encompass the, uh, um, or it doesn't factor in uh, you know, this infinite intelligence of the universe. Um, 
So, um, and, and we see this in the flawed model because we'll see gaps between species, right? You know, okay, so there's like a skeleton or two that somehow are the missing, quote, missing links, but those are sketchy. Um, many of those so-called skeletons that are somehow the, the gaps between um, uh, other standards, say primates and humans, you know, they're... Aliens. I, what happened? What happened? Somewhere in there, we took a quantum leap. Mm. So we, I mean, we, we jumped. And so um, when... You know, so we'll see sometimes there's kind of an, a transitional species, but not much. So periodically there's going to be some kind of massive uh, evolution that's a, that's a quantum leap above. And, and then there's an emergence really almost of a new species. So um, that's kind of what's happening right now. And... So we're evolving mm -hmm. uh, in, a, in a quantum, in a quantum way. This is not that there is, there's totally merit to the whole survival of the fittest, the so -called survival of the fittest, where you have natural selection that shapes certain attributes through, um, yeah, the persistence of the stronger genetic trait. Now that's that's just that's more of a kind of a horizontal evolutionary thing that accounts for uh, certain levels of biodiversity, but it doesn't explain how we periodically have these quantum jumps. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, uh, civilizations. Um, uh, past have been intrigued with these th these things certain um, certain cycles like the, the Mayan calendars twenty five thousand year procession of the equinox um, the, the crossing over of all our solar system through the galactic plane and uh, where there's an additional we cross what's called the photon belt there's an increase in the amount of energy. Um, and light, if you will, that arrives here on Earth. Uh, you know, that's a that's one component. Uh, and then, ultimately, as um, it's a convergence of a whole number of different factors that all come together. And when they come together at the right time, then we have this spontaneous evolution. In fact, I think that was a, I think that's the name of a book by uh, uh, Bruce If it's Lippin. not, it should be. That's a good, yeah. 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 Bruce Lipton? I think it's Bruce Lipton. Um, Lipton? Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can verify that real quick. Um, He's the brain waves sound. He's done he some a, stuff with yeah, that. Yeah. He's done, done a lot of things. And 
So it's interesting because there's like a planetary piece to this and then like a, an, you know, we're all, anybody who's listening to this is also an individuated person too. So the planet is undergoing an ascension or has undergone an ascension. Is that accurate? Yeah. Well, well you could kind of think of the planet as kind of like the caboose. It's the, it's the back of the envelope. In other words, the, the planet is actually sentient all planetary bodies are sentient. Um, that's not something that's necessarily commonly, not commonly accepted um, in modern or Western civilization because we've got so kind of disconnected from it. But of course you talk to indigenous tribes and particularly their shamans. And then um, if you could interview the uh, beasts of the field and the birds of the air, they'd be like, duh, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, this is a bit of our uh, our story as humans, and in our self awareness, we don't quite recognize the intelligence in everything around us because we're a little preoccupied with ourselves. But uh, this <clears throat> this definitely um, for those who know it's it's a big old duh that it's the planet is sentient. Mm -hmm. It's an actual being. Um, and as such, then it has its own will. So it's already say chosen to ascend. So it's ascending. Mm -hmm. Now we can either go with it or not. And if we don't, we'll be cycled off. And so does that mean that, that the planet is like resonating at a higher frequency or vibrating at a higher frequency? And so then from an individual perspective, we then respond to that and we can, and that can cause um, disturbances a little bit, maybe as we're adjusting to that. And then as you say, we can either kind of go with it and embrace it or it may just be too much because what we've talked about before is um, with everything coming into resonance, um, when there are things that fall away, when they're, when they're too low, right? If yeah. they can't resonate at that, then they, they like are shed and they fall away. And Yeah, and zero, absolutely zero judgment on this whatsoever, mm -hmm. you know. If somebody, you know, it's like the rally race is about to begin or something and you find yourself and you're in an old like 72 Impala or something that just, you know, and you can't, you know, somebody's not positioned to make the, it's no judgment, you know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, anyone who cycles off is, you know, that's you know, they're going to move on to the next experience and get a new vehicle. So mm -hmm. that is in resonance. So yeah. this is interesting. What makes, what can we expect? Do you have an idea of what to expect with the next evolution that is different from a human perspective well, or from any, any living thing? I mean, we're on the verge of, uh, um, um, you see, a pot, when we talk about, you know, this, this ascension, we're, 
we're doing is there's an expansion of awareness into, uh, into, let's say, the realm of what is the unknown. And so what we're poised as a species is to suddenly become aware of something that has prior has been hidden. We become aware of this in the same way that we might be aware of temperature or, hmm. you know, or the movement of the wind or something. It's, it's, it, it just known. It's mm-hmm. a, a general awareness. And, uh, but it's somewhat mystical or magical because that which is coming into our awareness is something that previously hasn't been there. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, there's been, let's say, you might say there's certain souls that have been here that um, have been gifted with the kind of a, and they're kind of the front of the envelope crew. Some call them the way showers or whatnot that have a, um, you know, a sixth sense awareness of things that other people are not, uh, are not yet. And, but we're talking about that becoming commonplace. Mm. And, you know, once we're aware of this and ultimately this, uh, this leads to an awareness of the connection between things, mm. between all things, our connect, our connectivity that we have um, with each other, with the planet, with everything around us, animate, inanimate, all of it, but this awareness of this this connective fabric. And this kind of change, this will change us into a, a new species. Mm. Wow. Uh, yeah. Hard to say what that's all going to, how that's going to play out, the time frames, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, we certainly are in, uh, uh, things keep accelerating. I think there's a, there's a fairly general consensus of most people regardless of their level of awareness, they all, everybody kind of feeling like this things. Like what is going on? It just, yeah, it just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so as something, some things that might appear to, that they're going to take hundreds of years or something. Well, that's under an accelerated model. That's not necessarily the case. Hmm. I, so I've heard theories or read or something that, um, in conjunction with this like evolution as a species, um, every few, like, not even generationally, but I was seeing it as like, okay, people who are in their thirties, um, have this sort of structure in their DNA. I'm not getting it right, but, um, and then, you know, people in their twenties or people who are under 25 have, I don't know, like 
I can't remember now, but like diamonds, something, you know, structure in their blood or, and then if they're like, you know, under 10, there's this, I don't know. Are you, are, do you have thoughts about this where it's like, okay, from a certain time, because of the evolution of the planet, if you incarnated into a body as a baby after a certain point in time, then yeah. your structure includes things that people who are older and working on their ascension in their body vehicle are, are having to go through maybe like an initiation or, or for lack of a better, better word, to get their physical structure updated. But this yeah. is kind of standard for younger people. Yeah. Is that really confusing what I just said? Uh, <laughs> Can you well, clarify not, for me? <laughs> not not confusing to me, but okay. uh, to clarify for whoever might be listening. So, um, uh, so each of us, okay, and in our own walk and our own journey, as we expand our own, we we do our own inner work, okay, and we activate uh, DNA uh, within us, okay, dormant strands and whatnot and segments and protein things that expand um, our own consciousness um, then and there's a certain amongst uh, that are like hmm, what you might call like grid workers or that uh, are, are doing this work in order to complete the work within and then transmit it, if you will, or upload it to the collective. Mm -hmm. And so we have all these, these individuals who are pushing their own boundaries and limits uh, to expand their consciousness and um, rewrite their own DNA. As that, as that is done, then it actually updates the collective DNA stack so that anyone then actually being born is actually born on that new stack. Mm. Okay. Okay. Then, and then the same applies for them as they actually, they're operating with actually an, an enhanced stack where they're actually the recipients of the, of the gift of those who came before. Mm. This is one of the importance of honoring um, our ancestors because I mean, I was gifted with whatever I was gifted in because of who came before mm -hmm. and this is true for for all of us so as this kind of toroidal field this um kind of on the wall there behind you the uh uh is it's like a feedback mechanism that is leading to this acceleration so as more people expand their awareness that updates the dna that ups the level on what the newborns are coming in with and they build off of that they update that that up further updates so you have each generational wave is coming in with more and more of this all built in mm. and so for those of us who are a little bit older um yeah. and not you know when we do our own inner work and we bring in light, we up, up our light quotient, for example, and um, 
do things through meditation and um, then this is doing that manually, what the new generations, what's happening within them naturally. It's not like you're being left behind if you have an older body. <laughs> no, but no, and, uh, it's really, you know, the, the future's in the hands of our youth. So as these new generations, they come of age, what they do with their gifts, that's, you know, and what happens to us is, is going to largely be, I say us in terms of, you know, the, age, yeah. uh, the old, old fogies here. Um, <laughs> as what happens to us is going to be in the hands of the youth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but we so, we do have the capability. I mean, it's we're not like victims of our year of birth, for example. We still have the capability to catch up, so to speak. I guess. Yeah, but it just takes more. It it, it takes more of that manual mm-hmm. work process, um, and then um, there's eventually. So as we work, we do that kind of manual process. Yeah, we get to the point where we can click into the same template and then we get basically a real time. This would be like the new body stuff of this next evolution of species. So then you have a new body template that auto updates with the collective. So mm-hmm. instead of being the one that you came in with the birth that you have to manually upgrade, you get to a new one that auto upgrades along with the collective. So that's what's, that's going to be the game changer for humanity. And is this what happened to you at the lake? When you talk about this new blueprint, you were gifted a new blueprint. It's kind of how you explained it. Yeah. So was that in line with this? Uh, Well, I guess time will tell, but so far it appears to be so. Mm -hmm. That's, and this is also something that has been so, hmm, it's been uh, a bit, you know, this dates back to visions that I had of this occurring, you know, years ago. Forgive me if I'm hopeful and a little bit trepidatious about it. Because, mm. yes, I seems to be the case so far but um you know the proof is in the pudding and i i, I know uh you know i've been shown where it actually what it what what it grows or what it develops into and gosh i really hope so mm-hmm. i really hope so and that will um uh, it doesn't take very many of us to, to, to um, they make that transition to then um, begin to share it with others mm-hmm. and then more and more and then it'll just talk about talk about acceleration. If we think things are already accelerated with this feedback loop coming in, oh, it's going to go whoop, I mean, even more so. Wow. And uh, so that's an exi- very exciting prospect. And uh, but I can't say I can't f- say for certain it's that 
for sure, but indicators are good. Okay. Yeah. That's that part. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a developing story. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, that, I mean, that's a game changer because that takes, that means auto, getting auto upgrades um, without, have, you know, having to do it all manually. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. And it may take, um, and, you know, it may be already, you know, the work of the children that are actually making that happen. I, you know, um, uh, got to pretty sure all the autistics are actually on board with this and they're, mm-hmm. oh, they're helping and, uh, in a significant way. You brought, yeah. you brought up nonverbal autistics, um, in, I don't know if it was the last one might've been last time we talked. Is that limited to nonverbal? No, no. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, nonverbals tend to be are kind of a, just a they're a, they're on like they're like the Navy SEALs or something. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, animals? You've told me before about certain animals and the work that they do energetically. Yeah, well, that's also a. Yeah, that's also kind of an interesting reveal because some, yeah, like uh, uh, like the animals are already boarded up onto the ark waiting for us. Mm. Yeah, we're seeing it, all kinds of stuff. Just go, you know, just go look up YouTube and you're going to see all kinds of amazing animal behavior these days. Like what? Tell me. I mean, we talked about the the dolphins in the in the phosphorescent. That's not the right yeah. word. No, but just look up like inner inner species. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah, animals befriending themselves or befriending each other, and mm. um, there's incredible displays of intelligence. You know the. You can, I don't know if you saw the one recently with the with the crow that was pecking at that hedgehog, make sure that hedgehog got across the road with, so it didn't no. get splattered. Oh. I mean, the, you got to look at that. And you just go, how that's a level of intelligence and awareness that uh, historically, you know, human, human humans have regarded as being unique to humans. Yeah. That no, no, not at all. Hmm. So the animal kingdom's putting on this incredible display of, yeah, yeah of intelligence and sentience. Yeah. And oh, so we're, yeah. And um, so, you know, our future is going to drop this notion that we're like the so called only sentient life form on this planet. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah. Nope. 
Now, we might be, as we, when we evolve into that which we are to become, we will be the highest form mm -hmm. of sentience on this planet, okay? But that's only after. We're currently, we're not. Who would be we highest? We, we think we are, but we're not. Who's the highest? Dolphins? Yeah, your dolphins and whales. Elephants. Elephants? I was going to say elephants. Yeah. yeah. And actually a large number of other species as well that have already, they're already on the ark, so to speak. So mm -hmm. they've already evolved. And so wow. there's a great deal of them already operating in fifth dimensional awareness. And we haven't, you know. So are we talking about a jump to the fifth dimension? Because I have heard that we've already let go of the third dimension. Yeah, we're we're in 4D now. Or is that up for debate? That's a bit up for debate because you have uh, uh, there's an individual component to this of releasing your third dimensional realities in order to migrate into fifth dimensional. So we still have moved Earth itself is third dimensional reality is no longer the governor of affairs here it's five but there's it's like um there's still 3d holograms within the 5d earth so that's why we still see so much 3d drama hmm. Hmm. okay i think that most people's heads are exploding by now <laughs> i feel like we're filled to the brim. Is there any kind of parting thoughts that you have? Hey, keep the faith, everybody. On you know, we got we did make a made a few predictions back in July. We're gonna see some some more turmoil, some more natural earth, you know, natural disasters and stuff. That's coming to pass so far. We've got um well, at least here in the states, you know, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a wild ride with the election. A little bit of a Mr. Toad's wild ride here in the next couple months, and um, and yet the uh, the indicators um, are looking really good, really good for uh, completion of this year. So, um, yeah. Keep the faith and hold an open heart, and uh, we're going to have a, a beautiful Christmas. Mm. I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, because December is supposed to be a really important time, right? December 2020. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Well, thank you, Michael. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Kara. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, good luck. Godspeed. Wonderful. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Please share this episode or rate, review, subscribe. All of that helps to generate more energy for the podcast. So thank you for your support. And I look forward to the next meditation conversations.